Hello, welcome to Red Strike by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about all the midnights in the world from Planet Earth, recorded sometime between 2006 and 2007 at Paisley Park, uh, or possibly in Florida or somewhere in Los Angeles. We're not sure, really, at this particular point. Released on the 15th of July, 2007, on the track it is Prince and Wendy Melvin for the first time in... And almost 20 years, I think, on a track. Um, the track is 2 minutes 22, and joining me to talk about today is Spencer Scenes. Hello, Spencer. Hello, Darren. Now, I would say in terms of a genre, this is just like, you know, uh, a piano ballad. Um, there's a little bit of kind of like... Uh, I mean, I think uh, Wendy is credited as being on mandolin, I think. And you mm. can kind of hear a little bit, in, a bit of that in the song. Um, but it's one of those songs that starts with Prince just coming straight in singing with a piano underneath. Um, you know, and it's been a while since he's kind of done a ballad like that where he's just literally straight in singing on the first note um, and, you know, just kind of playing the piano. There's, a, uh, there's not like a huge amount of other instruments on there. There's like a little bit of drum. There's a bit of bass going on. Um, and like I said, Wendy's mandolin. Uh, I'm not sure if maybe Prince just couldn't play mandolin and that's why he had Wendy um, come on and, and just do that. Um, mm. But, you know, that that's like uh, that that's, that's kind of the only additional instruments. Um, and this is from around the time where, um, you know, Prince obviously, uh, quite famously, uh, almost 20 years before this had fallen out with the revolution um, and he hadn't really spoken to them for, a, you know, a number of years. And then kind of early in 2006, uh, just as he was doing the promotion for the previous album to this, he performed on the Brit Awards with Wendy and Lisa and Sheila Ree. He hadn't fallen out with Sheila Ree. He'd been fine with Sheila Ree. Hmm. But Wendy and Lisa, he had fallen out with and he'd kind of made <laughs> up with them. Um, so it's not it, like kind of very publicly they kind of like sang some songs together and that was that was Prince making up with people um, and and so it's nice that you know Wendy uh, I guess you know was around Paisley Park or uh, you know possibly one of the other locations where Prince recorded this um, and was just there with a the mandolin and Prince was like you know play on this track <laughs> um, you know so yeah. I, I, I it's 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 kind of funny because um, you know. I, well, I mean, let's say this. Huh? Every time I've typed the word midnights into anything, it keeps correcting it because midnights isn't a thing. You can't have, like, <laughs> plural midnights. It's like a really weird... Well, this kind of all the midnights in the world is... Uh, I don't know. It's like a weirdly poetic title from Prince. It's not It's not kind of something... Uh, huh. Like, he normally... I mean, if you consider everything else that's on this album, you know, stuff like uh, Future Baby Mama and Mr. Goodnight and huh? Guitar, um, you know, like, the very kind of simple titles. All the midnights in the world is, like... It's kind of about the the floweriest title that Prince has had in quite a while. Yeah, like this. Uh, I don't know, like to me. Uh, I get like a car, kind of a REM vibe from it a little bit. Okay. Like it kind of feels like that late '80s, early '90s, like uh, alternative rock sound a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know REM that well, but like this, it makes me think of like that kind of era of, like, uh, of like, rock music. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I, uh, I don't know, I, I guess because it's, it's like, um, uh, I don't know. There's, there's, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, some of the, some of the phrasing in this is such a, it's so odd, um, because there's, there's like, he actually <laughs> says the words those prickly fingered scallywags, <laughs> which is like <laughs> such a kind of like I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like to think maybe that like there were a few points where he was stuck and Wendy just kind of suggested these really weird lyrics to him just as a way to kind of, you know, uh, continue the song, um, you know. And I, I don't know, it just, uh, I, I, I think, um, you know, we're, we're kind of at mm. the point where Prince is, you know, uh, divorced from his second wife 
And this kind of this opening where he's like, because I turn my eye toward you, because I seek your hand, every other woman envies you and me, every other man. And I, you know, I'm not 100% sure that that's Prince writing about his wife anymore. <laughs> um, like there's some songs from around this time, which are kind of very much like single Prince. And this kind of feels like Prince boasting about, you know, how everyone is jealous that he's with this person. Mm. Um, and he even says a massive circle of jealousy is coming around again. Uh, those prickly fingers, scallywags that masquerade as friends, which is such a kind of, I don't know, It's the song isn't really that kind of like melodramatic. But the lyrical content kind of feels a little bit more kind of melodramatic than the delivery Prince is giving. You know, it's worth saying he's kind of sing. He starts off singing in um, his not quite a falsetto, but he's in the upper height range of his voice anyway, um, kind of to mm. match the. I think he's doing like an octave over the piano line, um, and so it's it's kind of funny that like you know he's delivering it in this kind of um, this kind of falsetto type voice, and it it when you read the lyrics, it's like well this seems a bit more kind of like scandalous and. Um, I don't know, this, they're kind of, I don't know, I just love those lines, that those prickly-fingered <laughs> scallywags that masquerade as friends. It's like such a, it's such a kind of weird line, um, you know, and this kind of, you know, make a promise this very night that they will no longer pose a threat to either one of us, <laughs> then let the chapter close. So, it, I don't know, it's like this kind of us-versus-the-world type mentality that Prince is trying to instill uh, with this this, huh. this new woman that he's met. Um, so you mentioned he got divorced. So mm -hmm. I didn't know Jehovah's Witnesses could divorce. Uh, I mean, I don't know that they can't divorce, oh. um, but Prince certainly did get divorced. Hmm. Um, his first marriage was so kind of public, all the stuff with Maite and, you know, from Symbol, like through to, you know, basically, the, well, most of the 90s, basically, he like met her in like 91 and, you know, they they were divorced by 99. So the entire of that decade was like very much about Maite. And his second marriage was a lot quieter and, hmm. you know, they both met. Um, they met through, like, Prince's charitable work. And then, you know, uh, she kind of was helping him with something. I can't remember what the project was. And then she ended up kind of going out with Prince. And, you know, their marriage was kind of very low-key. And, you know, there's... I mean, the stuff that's on Rainbow Children hmm. is kind of about Prince's divorce and his second marriage. But it's it's all very kind of coded. And then, you know a few years later they separated and then you know a year or so after that they were divorced so it was all very kind of you know by the time i gotta be honest with you by the time mm -hmm. he married you know like he'd been married a couple of years that's the point at which i was like oh prince is married again and then he was divorced <laughs> i was like oh so i guess this is over like it was it was so kind of low-key um you know i kind of knew something you know a lot mm -hmm. of prince fans kind of knew something was happening but you know this is kind of like the beginning of the 2000s where you know the internet was only just kind of uh, starting to spread so sometimes information wasn't that easy to come by but and and also he kept the whole thing very kind of quiet like it wasn't like i said you know my was like a big event like everything to do with my was very big for his second wife everything was a lot quieter and yeah and so you know but i i mean i don't i don't know that if there is a thing about um uh you know jehovah's witnesses not being able to divorce but prince certainly got divorced so i guess they are allowed to i, don't, I mean i don't i'd I don't think they could have claimed an annulment because they were together for so long. There's no, there's no <laughs> way that they had not consummated the marriage. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's it's mm. one of those things that, like, you know, I, I don't. I mean, I don't try too much to kind of get autobiographical when it comes to mm -hmm. Prince's songs. Um, but you know, there were there were like after he divorced, there were a few different women that he kind of was close to from 2007 through to his death. 
and uh, you know there's a few songs that people are like oh well this is obviously about this person or this is about that person uh, I don't know that this song is about anyone in, in particular um, but when you get to kind of the, the chorus mm-hmm. of this kind of you know for all the midnights in the world uh, this one will serve us better if you choose to be my girl like I don't know it, maybe it feels more like a kind of generic thing it doesn't like it feel specific um, but then you know you read you read kind of something about <laughs> prickly fingered scallywags, and you have to feel that's got to be about someone specific. Yeah, the the first half feels specific, and the second half, it seems to be at least towards the end, it's kind of more generic. Because there's a line about uh, amherst and rubies, crystals and black pearls. I trade them all to spend with you, all the midnights in the world. And it's like, oh, I guess like because it, it gets kind of less dramatic <laughs> as it goes along. Which I don't know yeah. if that was intentional or not, or if it was just like him just going off at instinct. Three, I don't know, stanzas of the the kind of the first half of the song, because it's not really like a verse-chorus structure apart from this, you know, this middle part, which I don't know, it feels a little bit. <coughs> I don't know. It, it is kind of a chorus, the mm-hmm. for all the midnights in the world. Um, although the whole chorus is never repeated again, other than that first line. Um, like it does feel after he sung that, it does kind of get a bit more generic with this. Um, well, I mean, uh, it's funny because the, the lyric site that I've gone to mm-hmm. says, uh, like Susan's petals, but I don't think it's that. I think it's like Zuzu's petals from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I, I, I heard that yeah. too. And the lyrics I found said Susan's, but I, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's definitely Zuzu's because that's how I've always heard it. So yeah, so he's like, Zuzu's <laughs> petals, a wonderful life. The two of us shall lead the children of the future. We've all the spiritual food they need. Um, yeah, and that's a bit more, I mean, obviously, apart from the very specific It's a Wonderful Life reference, um, it is a bit more generic than the kind of the you know the stuff in the first half of the song, um, and this kind of you know with the secrets uh, that the ones before with grace they've come and shown together f- <laughs> the love for one another we shall make them known love for one another was actually the name of Prince's charity so that's effectively like a a little reference to um, Prince's own kind of back catalogue there. Hmm. Um, and it's still around since his death. I really? don't think so. I think I think because Love for One Another was the was the charity that he started in like '96. I want to say because there is a there's mm-hmm. a song on Emancipation that features the words Love for One Another, um, which is New World actually is the name of the is the name of the song, um, and the, the, like I that's how he met his wife was through that charity, uh, his second wife should I say through that charity. Um, and then I have a feeling it was it was kind of shut down a few years after they got divorced. So I don't I don't think it's still around. Ah. Um, but I, there was a couple of other charities that I think he started like a f- I don't know like about th- two or three years before his death. And you know that was how he kind of he was I don't know he he was well known but not well known for giving to charity. Like after his death, a number of things emerged where he'd you know he'd funded a couple of libraries and he'd given to you know, children's homes and like, he'd just been very kind of like secretly charitable and hadn't made a big deal of it, which fits with the, you know, being a Jehovah's witness, you know, he's not meant, you know, you're not meant to spend all your time going on about how charitable you are. Um, so I don't know this kind of, uh, this little reference to his own charity here. And it feels a bit odd, but at the same time, that's kind of something Prince is known Mm -hmm. to do is just occasionally drop a line that kind of talks about his previous songs um you know and this whole with the love and the happy days uh number of the grains of sands writing 12 times more uh if i could be your man and then you like you say the amethyst and rubies thing and it does finish with the all the midnights in the world um as just like a refrain and then kind of just before the song finishes we get it repeated 
Um, but it's, it is worth saying as well, the way that Prince kind of structures it is he sings, you know, um, all the midnights in the world. <laughs> like he breaks it up. It's a bit of a long kind of title anyway, but whenever he sings it, he kind of breaks it up into those two parts anyhow, uh, just to make it a little bit easier to sing. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the second half just feels a bit more kind of generic and, you know, this kind of, you know, together with love and, you know, love and happy days and, you know, I'd trade them all just to spend you know with you I, I yeah like it does the first half feels like there's a specific there's like something he has in mind and then the second half is yeah. just like he's got another minute to fill up the song so he's just got to kind of come up with stuff um but yeah i i mean i, I on this i i you know i like his kind like it's a, you know it's a very fairly simple production i kind of like the the piano work it's you know it's it's not flashy or anything but it's just kind of very basic and it allows prince to kind of um, sing. He does. I mean, he does a thing that I'm. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of people doing this, but doubling up the melody by mm-hmm. playing the line on a piano, like so they're singing the piano. They're like they're singing the melody line, and the piano is also playing the melody line. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never been a fan of that. I, you know, it, it, I, it always feels like a bit too much. It always feels like you're losing either the vocals or the piano in in them doubling up. Um, yeah, it's a bit distracting if it's like the wrong type of voice for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I get. You know, I guess. I don't know. It's a simple song. It's only like it's less than two and a half minutes, and you know. It, yeah, when I listened to it, I was like, "Oh, that was it." I, <laughs> I thought there'd be like, an like instrumental break or something, or like a a, a bass solo or a keyboard solo or something. Yeah, but I was like, "Oh, it, it just ends." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done quite quickly. Uh, it's funny actually because the entire like the entire of this album is. Um, is only 45 minutes beginning to end planet earth it's like it's not a long you know considering that cds could fit like 80 minutes on it's just over half of what you could fit mm-hmm. on a cd um and also all the midnights in the world is the shortest song on this album uh, by quite a distance um you know everything else is like over four minutes um you know there's a couple of songs that are just a shade like guitar and resolution are just a shade under four minutes uh, but two minutes this is literally the shortest song um, and and then you've got you know the like uh, Planet Earth and Chelsea Rogers like almost six minutes each, um, so you know I, I don't know I, I I kind of I like that it's nice and short, and that it kind of just gets in there and you know Prince gives us a couple of like interesting lyrics um, about you know uh, prickly fingered prickly fingered scallywags um, that are masquerading <laughs> as friends and that, I think that's that's kind of like the best lyric in the song and it just kind of sticks with me and then I'm like. I don't know what, like, I don't know who he's referring to, and I would just love to, I would love that around the time of this release, someone had just sat Prince down and said, who are these prickly-fingered scallywags? Can we get some names on who is doing the masquerading? Like, that's just the one thing that I would have liked someone to have drilled down on uh, while he was doing 21 Nights in London. It's just like, who are you talking about in this particular song? Like, um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think it's, it's like... You know, you know, I don't know. Um, I get... you've, pro- you've probably talked about this already. Yeah. For this album, but do you like uh, his late late era stuff, like uh, like uh, this one and the last few? I mean, uh, you know, I like Planet Earth. Um, you know, it's like I I probably like Planet Earth a bit more than Thirty One Twenty One. Um, you know, I think Planet Earth and then Twenty Ten is the next album. I think twenty. 20- no, no, no. You got From the Lotus and MPLS Sound, which I'm less keen on, but. Like Planet Earth 2010, both of which were given away for free in newspapers over here. Um, you know, I like both of those albums a lot. You know, I listened, I listened, I certainly listened. I mean, guitar, I think I had on um, 
like when it when it was first available for download on iTunes, I remember getting it because mm-hmm. it was around the time that I actually got like an iPod, an iPod which I still own, uh, which has no battery anymore. Like you can't like you charge it up, you take it out, and then it immediately dies. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know that like on my iPod, I remember mm-hmm. getting guitar off iTunes, putting it on my iPod, and just listening to it over and over again because <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, I re- and the last uh, I'd say like Artificial Age and Plectrum Electrum. There's tons of stuff on there that I listen to all the time, um, you know. So, I, I mean, like, of the last kind of, like, eight albums, which, you know, is where we are in terms of, you know, his his catalogue mm-hmm. at this point, um, I'd say there's at least, like, four of them that I listen to quite frequently. Um, and then yeah. hit, I think Hit and Run Part 1 and 2 are a little harder because mm-hmm. they're not all... It's not, like, album tracks. A lot of them were single songs that Prince recorded and kind of distributed various, like... You know, he'd like, tweet them out or he'd put them on SoundCloud or like they, they kind of came out in various different ways. And so when they were put together as albums, they didn't, I don't know, they didn't really coalesce as much as Plectrum Electrum or Artificial Age did. Um, huh. You know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of this late stuff. Yeah. I was wondering because like I, I, you're the only like hardcore Prince fan I've ever really met and I've never heard anyone talk about anything like past maybe the early 90s I mean I guess, I guess like his last kind of big hit was like um I guess my name is Prince for a lot of people and you know he obviously did the hits the b-sides like in 93 so I guess for some fans they kind of see that as the end of like 80s Prince is like the hits the b-sides mm-hmm. but yeah I mean you know I, I'm I mean, aside from a couple of albums here and there where, you know, I feel like Prince didn't really put the full effort in, you know, I'm a fan of most of the stuff all the way to the end. Yeah, I'm looking at the track listing for Planet Earth, and uh, is Lion of Judah like a spiritual, like, uh, religious song? Oh, very much. (laughs) Okay, because with that name, it's like, oh, I remember going to church and, like, that line being in, like, songs. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. (laughs) It is very religious. Um, okay. you know, as I will go in into great detail once I get to that episode, but uh, yeah, no, it, I mean, he kind of does that like once an album for these last kind of like 10 or so albums, there's always one super religious mm-hmm. song, um, you know, and then there's a few kind of slightly less religious songs where you kind of have to read into it, um, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you could even argue that some of the like some of the kind of you know, uh, lyrics on this, you know, the kind of spiritual food they need, like maybe that's a kind of just a tiny bit religious. Um, you know the the kind of grains of sand. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a few little kind of allusions in this song that you could kind of take as being a bit religious. Um, yeah, it it has like a biblical like feel to some of the some of the wording. Yeah, I mean, I like this is still at the point where Prince was very much like an active, um, you know, uh, Jehovah's Witness. He was still kind of going door to door at this time and stuff. That's something which I think kind of stopped sometime around like 2009 ish i think he by that point he'd kind mm. of he'd been doing it for like eight years and i think he'd kind of i don't know had enough maybe and he <laughs> i think he still went to kingdom <laughs> hall a lot but he just didn't spend he just didn't have enough time to kind of be going around doing door-to-door stuff um you know right. once he was divorced a second time I, th- I think by that point he was like i'm gonna you know i'm just gonna keep touring and being a musician i'm <laughs> gonna spend my time knocking <laughs> people's doors um but I would say for me, this is a, uh, I don't know, like a three out of five. Like, it's nothing remarkable. You know, we get that one nice line about scallywags, and that's pretty much it. Like, the rest of it kind of feels a bit more generic, um, you know. And I, I mean, the, the kind of, I mean, the, he, this kind of massive circle of jealousy. Like, I wish mm-hmm. he'd kind of gone into that a bit more. But instead, it just kind of starts, it just gets a bit bland towards the end. And you're like, I don't, you know. 
as much as I like the phrase "all the midnights in the world," I don't think that the, the mm-hmm. song really kind of lives up to it. And the fact that it's so short and it's just kind of, um, I don't know, it just it feels like Prince is kind of in and out just a little bit too quick. Like if he wanted, if he really developed the idea a bit more and kind of mm-hmm. give me a bit more specific kind of verses, something something about something specific instead of just, you know, we'll love each other and and just kind of gets a bit bland. Uh, towards the end, and it, it isn't very specific, so I don't think I'd go higher than a three. I, I don't know, but I'd go between a two and a three because I I wanted a little bit more. I wanted like you know a, a, a maybe a little like a mandolin solo or like a, some piano stuff. I don't know, so just a little more. Yeah. But like the prickly finger scallywag sounds like a Prince cover band. <laughs> I mean, I hope, <laughs> like I they... hope someone hasn't stolen that because you know. Uh, yeah, that that would be a great note. I mean, such an obscure reference, though. I mean, people, I don't know what people would show up <laughs> expecting to see, but then when you turned out to be a Prince cover band, they'd probably be at least mildly surprised. Um, you know, Prince never performed this track live. Uh, I, I mean, at this point, he's got so many tracks to perform. A lot of Planet Earth was performed live when he did the 21 Nights in London, and some of that shows up on the Indigo Nights CDs, which is kind of some of the live stuff from around that time. Uh, but he just didn't perform this song, which I can kind of understand, because it's a, you know... I don't know, it feels a little bit like an album filler to me. Like, it doesn't feel like the kind of song that you could kind of play live and really get much of a reaction to it. Uh, I guess maybe if Wendy had been there, he might have kind of brought her out and performed it. But, um, you know, as it was, he, he, you know, he never felt the need to uh, let everybody hear this song. Mm -hmm. Um, Although, you know, if there had been a performance of him just singing the word scallywags, that would have been nice to see. (laughs) Uh, So I feel like we said about as much as we can about all the midnights in the world. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Spencer? So uh, as of now, uh, High and Low Kershaw podcast is over. We we and Joel have gone through every single Kershaw film and paired uh, paired it with another Japanese film. And now we're switching to Spike Lee. And then we'll begin that in... Uh, late March, early April-ish time. I still haven't really picked when exactly, but uh, so we are now a week ahead of Spike Lee podcast, a reference to his first film, his student film that he graduated in NYU with. And um, yeah, uh, Darren, you'll hopefully be on episode 20, 25th hour. And uh, yeah, that's it. So look out for that. And you can find High and Low, every episode of that on uh, Podbe- Podbean. Dot com. And it's a try and low. <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter for Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Spencer. You're welcome. And otherwise, goodbye.